Hello friends and welcome to Swimming and Singing. I'm Sarah Nelson, I'm a yoga therapist in Portland, Oregon, and I specialize in working with people dealing with chronic pain, anxiety, and overwhelm using the tools of yoga to create more ease and joy and less suffering. If that sparks your interest, head to my website to find a free guided meditation for overcoming overwhelm. The name of my podcast comes from a beloved poem written by Gregory Orr and is a reminder that some days it's all we can do to tread water and then other days there is room for joy. This podcast aims to share practices for both types of days. This podcast is for inspiration and information and does not replace medical care or advice. I am not a licensed healthcare professional or mental health therapist. Not all practices discussed on this podcast will be suitable or accessible to everybody, but I hope that you find something that resonates and can bring a bit more ease and joy into your life. Let's get to it. Many years ago at the exit interview for a job that I really loved, my former boss asked me why I was stepping away from that position. And I told her it was the multitasking. The job being a youth librarian in the public library required an immense amount of multitasking. Being able to help people at the reference desk while answering phones and stepping in to check books in or out, creating programs, planning and performing outreach visits, responding to emails, and even at times to be the whole to be the person in charge of the whole library branch. It was both a job that filled my soul and absolutely exhausted and depleted me. And I told her I was quitting because the multitasking was exhausting me. I was a great multitasker, but one of the things I realized luckily early in my career was that multitasking depletes me. By the end of the day, I only had enough energy to microwave a meal, wash it down with a beer and watch some TV before falling into bed and starting it all over again. Eventually, I found that for me, the antidote to multitasking is mindfulness. Being absolutely present in the moment that I'm in, doing the work that is in front of me to do in that moment. Even with a job that requires multitasking, it's possible for me to focus on one task at a time. Perhaps, perhaps it's like a firefighter who works on one section of the fire, not trying to put the entire fire out at once. So today I want to share with you my top three tips for increasing mindfulness by decreasing multitasking. So number one, and I wrote a whole blog post post about this, I'm so passionate, limit the alerts and notifications on your phone. 
Guys, this is a big one. Whenever you download a new app, it always defaults to automatically showing notifications. It does this on purpose because it wants you to engage with the app as much as possible. I encourage you, think about what notifications are popping up on your phone and if they are necessary, do you need that information immediately? Some show up on your lock screen, some make noises to get your attention, and some are what they call badges that just show up if your phone is unlocked and you're looking at it. For me, I only get lock screen notifications for calls and texts, and my phone is always on mute, so there are no sounds or vibrations associated with those alerts. When I lived in Canada a few years ago, it was too expensive to call and text to the US, and so I got used to just carrying a phone for maps and emergency calls. It was a really it was a really eye-opening lesson for me that I didn't need to be constantly connected and reachable by everyone all the time. Now it may be different for you, but I encourage you to take some time to think about what notifications you are getting and what ones you could disable. You can do all of that from the settings on your phone. Number two, make some room for quiet. (laughs) When was the last time you drove somewhere or rode the bus or took a walk in silence? I know some people even listen to podcasts or music while they shower. I've heard of people trying to figure out how to bring their phone into the shower with them. We carry our phones with us everywhere and often have earbuds with us as well. I actually used to think I was wasting time if I wasn't listening to a podcast while I did the dishes. The constant stream of sound and information keeps our brains occupied without time to rest. That means there's no time for our brains to process the information it's received or to daydream. Then we get into bed at the end of the day and we're frustrated that we can't, quote, turn our brains off. If we aren't practicing turning our brains off during the day, why do we think we can just lie down and switch them off at night? I encourage you to spend some time in quiet during the day, whether that is walking the dog without earbuds, cooking dinner without the news, or driving without the radio on. You don't have to live in silence, but just find little moments, little pockets of time where you can have those breaks. Number three, take a pause for three mindful breaths. There's nothing special about a mindful breath. It is just being aware that you are breathing. Now you may Natural, you may notice that your breath naturally deepens and lengthens when you're paying attention to it. 
You can focus your attention on your nostrils and notice the air moving through them or focus on the movement of your chest with your breath or even listen to the sound of your breath. You could do it in the morning before you get up or even open your eyes before you eat a meal or when you're feeling overwhelmed. The times when you think you can't possibly pause for a breath, that's when you need it most. If three seems like too many, just start with one. That's it. Those are the three tips. Take three mindful breaths at some point in your day. Spend a bit of time without artificial audio input like music, TV, or podcasts, including this one. And take a good look at your phone notification settings and see what you don't need to be alerted about. In addition to the possibility of feeling less depleted at the end of your day, Other side effects of more mindfulness and less multitasking may include better sleep, a feeling of having more time in the day, less anxiety, less urgency, and increased feelings of well-being. A big part of this is because Multitasking engages the sympathetic branch of our nervous system, sometimes known as the fight-flight-freeze branch, while mindfulness brings us into the parasympathetic branch, also known as rest and digest or the relaxation response. Both branches are super important and our ability to toggle between the two increases our resiliency. So I invite you to give these three tips a try and let me know what you notice. Thank you so much for listening to Swimming and Singing. Links and contact information for me and my guests can be found in the show notes and on my website, where you can also find that free guided meditation, Overcoming Overwhelm. If you like what you've heard, please share this podcast. If you have thoughts or comments you'd like to share with me, please reach out. I'd love to hear from you. Until next time, keep swimming and keep singing.